Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Godfather, Godfather Part, Part 2 Minute. Oh, we both Woo. thought we fooled the other one, but yeah. my name is Alex Robinson. And my name is Andy Robinson. And today, minute number 25 of Godfather Minute Part 2 is on the docket. That's right. Alex, repeat after me. A minuto. Let me guess. A minuto. Numero. Vente. Cinque? Yeah. Is it cinque? Woo! <laughs> I know it's not cinque because that's Spanish. Three, so three years later, <laughs> it's finally settling in. I went to college to get smart, not like everybody <laughs> says. You know how um, you should be a spokesperson for the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how Jared was the spokesman for uh, Subway, remember? Wait, why are you comparing me with Jared? Because well, he was oh. the face of a company. Out of all the f- spokespeople, that's the person I, you choose? That's what I came to mind. I don't know. That's, what? That's, we'll talk about it off okay. the air. That's, all right. Uh, but we're talking here to talk about minute number 25. That's right. 25. Uh, 25. Uh, 25? Uh-huh. 25. Not 5. All right. Um, Johnny Ola laments the passing of the older generation of mobsters, <laughs> uh, while Frankie leads the band in a traditional Sicilian tarantella. Yeah. So, um, let's start with Johnny Ola. Everyone's been, everyone's faced either death, natural or not, uh-huh. uh, prison or deported. Yeah. Which one would you pick of the three? Mm. Well, deported like back to if I'm I'm an American citizen, so I would love to be deported back to America. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd be deported back to America in the seventies. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. That wouldn't be, yeah. that wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll we save death for invest last. Invest in Apple. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't invest in Subway. No. All right. So definitely not death. Yeah, probably deported first, then prison, then death. Yeah, reverse order. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, deported. Like that's it's a weird thing. What do they yeah. do? Do they? I wonder how that works. Do they mm-hmm. just kind of like put you on up to someone? Like, does a marshal go with you on the plane, and then they let you off on the plane? And they're like, see you later. Do they like how do they? <laughs> it's how they weird. enforce it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I think the other the, the receiving country has to be on board with it. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I don't think you just ship them back. Hmm. Oh, but, I don't know. Maybe but I mean, you we're do. the U.S. No one's going to not take someone we deport. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unless, unless they want to end up on the wrong end of a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll uh, we'll make sure they take what we want to give them. That's right. This should be like end the opposite of the Statue of Liberty of someone pushing oh. someone oh. out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> the statue. <laughs> the uh, last thing you see is the Statue yeah. of Liberty turning its back on you. Well, it would be it would be opposite the Statue of Liberty. So when you're arriving, you see this statue's back. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, so you're saying it's on the back of the statue. It's actually, a, it's a two-sided statue. It's like one of those welcome to America and you are now leaving America type yes, songs. Yes, the two-sided <laughs> statue. So the other side of the Statue of Liberty wouldn't be green. It would be like dark. But but just as the Statue of Liberty represents something, I feel like it should be a separate thing. Mm-hmm. What would it be? The Statue of Deportation? I don't know, maybe like a, a cop with like a baton or something, like a like a <laughs> nightstick, like McCluskey with a nightstick. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> or it have to be a lady, a lady police officer, because yeah. it's the Statue of Liberty. So. 
Well, right, we'll that's a great. That's such a funny idea. What we call the statue of yeah, of uh, expulsion, <laughs> <laughs> expulsion Eddie. What's well, the opposite of liberty? Like of of uh, like imprisonment. Yeah, statue of imprisonment. Really, yeah, yeah. I mean, liberty represents what you'll experience in America because we are one of the freest societies. Well, I, I don't like you qualifying it by saying we are one of the freest. We are the freest. Well, it depends how you dis- define freedom. In the song, it says land of the free and home of the brave. It doesn't say uh-huh. land of the most mostly free or the... the like, if the, you're free, you're in America. Yeah, home of the brave. It's more like home of the daring. The daring, all right. I'll say home of the brave. You don't think it's it's a very subtle, uh, very subtle parsing out of our. uh... (laughs) That I, I think that idea is so funny. A large statue that's uh, giving you the finger on the way out or something. Like, oh, sorry, you you had your shot. It's the kind of that thing. It's like what we need to do is uh, so it would be like the statue of liberty, like crying because it's like, oh, you had your chance and you threw it away. Oh wow. Um, it would have to be some. We would have to establish like an anti Ellis Island. Yes, like a like a yeah. uh, like a place where everyone goes where they're deported. Yeah, and there'd be a big slide at the you, when you're deported. You go down a big slide. And that's, <laughs> oh, it oh, goes right into the ocean. Yeah, it goes right, right into the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> now you're on your own. <laughs> hey, we didn't say we were. Gonna, uh... <laughs> oh, and I got it for the statue. It's a. Uh, it's a statue of a large INS agent yeah. with their hand up high, like Lady Liberty, but instead yeah. of holding a torch, it's holding a passport stamper. Oh, because on your way out, you get stamped, like, denied. They're holding the instead of holding the book with the freedom or whatever it is. That even is it even a book? I don't think it's a book. I it's like a it's uh, like a plaque that just says Fourth of is, July, yeah. seventeen seventy six. Yeah, but instead yeah. of that, it would be the. Uh, it would be Form X7G, the one that they use to deport people. And it would he's like stamping it, oh. like with the, with the stamp thing on it. It's ominous. It's like an old Stalin statue. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> I like this idea. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I Johnny. Bet, I think we could do a GoFundMe and people would actually pay for it. <laughs> What were you going to say about Johnny Ola? Uh, so Johnny Ola, Johnny Ola is, Ola. is sort of living at, live, thinking of the olden days. He's I don't like, know. Oh, all our old friends are gone. Mm-hmm. Death, natural or otherwise, deported or in prison. Yeah. But he started the minute by saying, oh, no, no, no. I want to go back. The previous minute, you were wondering if that minute was the only time Johnny or anyone said. I felt like that he, catchphrase showed up. That, that Hyman Roth always made money for his partners. Yeah. And now but, we know the answer. It's here in this minute. The, he says it again. One after the other. So we definitely know he's Johnny Ola is definitely pushing that. Uh, yeah. That he, that's what Hyman emphasized. Like, make sure you emphasize. I always make money for my yeah. partner. Say it. I want you to say it. Hyman <laughs> say. Roth always makes money for his partner. <laughs> I need you to say it Good. three times when you're in the meeting with Michael. <laughs> and then another eight times out in the crowd with the wedding guests. <laughs> and leave those cards on the table that we printed. <laughs> This is like how how to uh, how to win gangsters and influence uh, mobsters. Like always, make sure you say your catchphrase three times in every meeting. <laughs> so it's so funny, just the the fact that Johnny Ola is is parroting this phrase over and over again. What I the question I have is yes, Johnny Ola is saying that 
Johnny, that Hyman Roth is the only one left because he always made money for his partners. Correct. So is he suggesting that everybody else who's not around did not make, at one point, did not make money for their partners, and as a result, they are no longer around. They either die or deported or in jail. Like that, really, like if you make money for your partners, you are guaranteed. Well, I guess it's a very cynical point of view, which basically says like, as long as someone, as long as you make money for someone, they haven't, they have a reason to keep you around, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people won't want harm to fall you because you make money for your partners. Yeah. So, yeah. Because, I mean, I guess theoretically his partners, his peers are like people like Barzini and Tatalia yeah. and uh, Don Fanucci. Not Fanucci. Fanucci was back in the old, back in, uh, back in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. That's Fanucci. But, uh, you, do you know. So do you think he's peers with Barzini? <laughs> I think he talked to him at least. <laughs> But um, so, was, and I guess so theoretically, if Barzini was making money for his partners, or then then mm. he would still be alive to this yeah. day. There'd be a statue or a signpost. <laughs> Instead, Barzini he wasn't making money for his partners. He was drawing from the well. Oh right, right? after all, he's not a communist. He says yeah, it right there. I'm not he a even communist. says it. He basically <laughs> said, "I'm not making money for my partners." That's probably why <laughs> Hyman Roth got so upset about the death of Mo Green. Oh wait, well I don't know because I was going to say because Mo Green was making money for his partners, but don't forget, yeah. but, but don't forget, uh, Mikey said, "Oh, you're losing money," mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so he wasn't making money for his partners. Or not so as much, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So uh, they thought he was skimming. Yeah, they thought he was yeah. skimming off the top. Well, or at least no, unlucky. I didn't think he was skimming. I thought he was unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great way. Those to kitties really make me laugh. <laughs> it's such a great way to save face in a yeah. mob. Well, no, we're not accusing you of skimming. You're, you're, you're unlucky. Let's just say that. <laughs> it's really funny because he's the casino owner, and you think the odds are always in favor of the casino. So yeah. for the casino to be unlucky, that's a that's a, that's a weird. Uh, really un- that's some really bad math going on yeah. right there. It's it's the minimal amount of plausible yeah. deniability you need to to get off the hook. What would be some of the mistakes that Mo Green made? Like like blackjack, like the house has to hit at like fourteen. Like to, in order to get people to come in, he was always like, you yeah. know, like, hey, come on in, we have better odds yeah. than anyone. You know? Well, instead of you paying- lose money, we'll reimburse you every penny you lose. <laughs> and that's why they call me Mo Green, because you'll have Mo Green. Do you think Mo you- had a brother less Lester Green? So it was oh, less green. Oh man, he was skimming even more. He was even less lucky. Yeah. Than Mo Green. <laughs> look, uh, uh, I had Mo Green, but look what they look what they got. <laughs> so one more one more thing about that. I have another thing about it too. Oh, well. go ahead. Well, so um, so. Hyman Roth uh, survived because he always make money from his for always made money for his partners. Yeah, and it made me wonder: Do you always make money for your partners? Everyone well, should ask themselves in their life: Do you make money for well, your partners? I'm glad you you asked that question because uh, you when we started this, I conf- made plenty of money for my partners. <laughs> I'm always hyping the Patreon and stuff. <laughs> Godfatherminute.com/slash/support. <laughs> When we started this conversation, you said this is that's a very cynical way of looking at the world. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to counter that 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 perspective by saying, in the world of mobsters, that's that's quite a compliment, and that's and making money for people is a sign of goodwill. 
Like that's how harmony, that's how peace is maintained, that's how harmony exists, mm-hmm. that's how people cooperate and collaborate, that's how yeah. you eliminate war. So I would say it's... No, I would say it's mob, how you eliminate war. I mean, every now and then, I make money, every few years. If I make money for my partners selling weapons, it's in my interest. Well, but within the world of the mobsters. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, right. they're not going to shoot other mobsters down. I mean, they, they might, but they'll... The idea. I'm not going to sell you guns if you're just going to shoot me. That's genius, though. <laughs> Is that the, if your enemy becomes dependent on you for their weapons, you got them. They can't do anything. Yeah, but in, until they have enough weapons to, to take you out. But that's the thing. You don't sell them those weapons. Oh, you sell them like you sell them duds. You sell them duds. Duds. That's the name of their company. Duds. Mo Green's <laughs> Mo Green's Dud Revolver Duds. Is it with a Z? <laughs> duds. <laughs> so Jack, they call him Johnny Duds. Why? <laughs> but what you're saying though is then that there's that there's no room for like personal loyalty or there's no value to someone other than how much money are they making you. So that seems cynical. I yeah yeah I guess so because presumably let's say like Hyman Roth um like helped let's just suppose uh, the Molinari family out on the coast was suddenly facing hard times, you could say, well, you know what? They protected Fredo while he was in Vegas, and that mm-hmm. means something to us, yeah. so we're going to help them out while they're... Yeah. But but only enough to, make to maintain money. that relationship and to... You're not going to just keep supporting someone forever just out of the goodwill of your heart. And that's in true... That's in real life, too, not in the mobster world, right? Maybe I have a cynical look at it. I mean, you're, you're, you have relationships because... You you benefit from them. I mean, even in our relationship, Alex, we, what we, if we have fun does together. Something. We laugh together. We're creative together. If you were a dud, if you were sitting there, well, just, so but but then you're saying there are other things of value. It's not just how much oh, money. Oh, not just about money. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I guess in the mobster world, yeah, maybe so. maybe loyalty has its value. Right. Yeah. So we always made money for his partners, and also obviously at a certain point. Hyman Roth did not make money. He was taken out regardless of how much money he made. For well, his that's one of my points here is, spoiler alert, Mikey turns on Hyman Roth mm-hmm. when he realizes that he's trying to kill him and that he's not trying to make money for him as a partner. Well, we don't so know. Hyman Roth violates his own rule. How so? He's He takes steps to not make money for Michael, one of his partners. And then we know Hyman Roth's fate well, but isn't that it? Doesn't Mikey kind of start that by if I if the money's on the table, I know I have a partner. If it's not, oh, I know I don't. <laughs> so he's yeah. at that point, he's not Mike. I mean, I, theoretically, at this point in the movie, he's still partners with Hyman Roth, or at least uneasy mm-hmm. allies. But don't we learn later that he was just going to take that money and have him killed anyway? Well, prior to that. When he, when he's telling Fredo, he says, "Oh, I'm going to give him the money, and then he's and then going to have me assassinated." Be assassinated, right? Yeah, but so, but so. well, we don't know if that's yeah, true or not. Yeah, that's don't. just Mikey's paranoia yeah. talking. Yeah, could be. Yeah. Well, it is interesting. It's amazing how this one line of I credit it to Johnny Ola. It's really Hyman Roth's marketing <laughs> so he, line. Well, no, maybe Johnny Ola was the one. He's like, he's like, I, when I go to this party, I guarantee you, I'm going to tell everyone. And when I, by the time I leave, everyone is going to be saying Hyman Roth makes money for his partners. 
Johnny, well, you're too headstrong. Maybe Hyman Roth. It'll never happen. Maybe Hyman Roth doesn't even know about this marketing campaign. He doesn't know Johnny Ola. No, <laughs> maybe it's Johnny Ola's idea because Johnny Ola knows that if Hyman Roth's gone, Johnny Ola's out of a job. So he's, he's like, it's in my interest to pr- to promote this, uh, or at least to build it up enough so that. What is Johnny's yeah. like? You think, he's just a, you think he's just a, like a... Um, he's a Sicilian messenger boy. But you don't think he's like the consigliere for for <sighs> I never Roth used that term. Or, or I don't like know. That. Yeah, not sure. Yeah, unfortunately, the only people we know, the only people who give us any information about Johnny tend to be people who don't like him. Mm-hmm. Like the Sicilian messenger boy. Yeah. Fredo totally denies even having met him. I know. So, and yeah. for Fredo to deny knowing you, Whoa. that must be some pretty low... <laughs> Some pretty low-grade uh, material is what we're talking about. No, I, I don't know those guys, and I don't respect them. <laughs> I would love to see the focus group yeah. that Johnny Ola and Hyman Roth uh, operate mm-hmm. to determine, to get to that phrase, that marketing phrase. Mm. All right, Johnny, Johnny, ask the group which is better. <laughs> Hyman Roth always made money. He's behind for his those, like, that one-way glass. Yeah, they're testing. They got like twenty. They have twenty mobsters, all from different uh, families. Yeah. He's like, like they're I like. See, uh, put the verb in the past tense. Made money for his partners. See what response that that gets instead oh, of makes money for his partners. Really, I would think makes money. Would well, be I would. They, but they're testing these different yeah. slogans out. Yeah, like, that's, that's true. A, I mean, that's what you think, yeah. but it's not about what you think. He's like, well, we tested the phrase, Hyman Roth always, uh, he guarantees that he'll always make money for anyone he works with. But people said it was, people said they wanted a smaller, a smaller phrase. Shorter logo. Smaller logo. Smaller. Smaller motto, please. Smaller credos. And then at the end of the focus group, like, well... Uh, Mr. Roth, we have 20 minutes left with this uh, with this focus group. Are there any other slogans you want us to test? Yeah, try the, the try the U.S. Steel one. I I, I play, it didn't play well in Cuba, but I don't know. Mikey may Mikey understands big business. Are you sure, Mikey? You didn't say nothing to me. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I like this. I like him having yeah. some other uh, mm-hmm. other other catchphrases. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the trucks out of running molasses out of Canada. That was thoroughly oh, yeah. with the focus. Group. First, originally it was running tequila out of Mexico, but it tested very poorly. Did not go well. A lot of anti-Hispanic uh, yeah. feelings. Yeah. So, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. so they went with Canada. Everyone loves Canadians. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, he'd never even been to Canada. I remember. He didn't even use trucks. They used boats in the canals. Oh. <laughs> Vito didn't even run. Boats came <laughs> off as too, like, uh, too yeah. snooty. You yeah, know, too, yeah. uh, we need something more down to earth. <laughs> We were we were running molasses out of Canada through canals in your father's boats. <laughs> Wait, strike your that. Father's I mean, Roth's uh, practicing these slogans with his crew, mm. and they're like, like, "Mr. Roth, change boats <laughs> to, to trucks." And he was so um, he was very relieved when he went to Cuba because he was almost going to give the guy, the president of Cuba, a gold telephone. And luckily, he didn't because he was like, "Oh my gosh, can you imagine the embarrassment if I had presented a second gold telephone? It would have been humiliating." <laughs> Johnny, you made the right choice. The oranges were a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> he owns an orange uh, farm, Johnny. Ola. That's why he's always uh, he's always doing that. 
Well, anything else about uh, the Johnny Ola portion before we move on to uh, Frenchy Five Angels? You know, there's one other cleanup item, Alex. Oh, yeah. I have two cleanup items. Okay. You want to do it at the end? It has to do with the previous minute. Um, I'll say it now. Okay. So, Johnny Ola. Clean it up! (laughs) Clean it up! Johnny Ola in the previous minute says Meyer Klingman runs the store. He's talking about the guy who operates the casino mm-hmm. that Mikey wants to get into. Mm-hmm. But I've been instructed to tell you if you make a move, there won't be a problem with us. Yeah. So Meyer Klingman. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a Jewish name. Mm-hmm. That's even more odd to me that Hyman Roth would go along with this. Mm-hmm. Allowing a Sicilian family to kick out a Jewish family. Um, I don't know. That's all I know about it, but yeah. it just surprised me. Um, well, also, maybe you don't forget from Hyman's point of view, Michael's going to be dead shortly, so mm. he might just be telling him whatever he wants to hear just so that he uh, lowers yeah. his guard, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe uh, maybe Hyman Roth doesn't like Klingman. Yeah. Maybe he was just like, I want a good excuse to get rid of that guy anyway. I like the I fir- think he's skimming from the top. <laughs> he's unlucky and skimming from the top. <laughs> I like your first explanation. That he's just like, yeah, tell him whatever. Tell him whatever. And Johnny's like, yeah, Meyer Klingman or Abraham Lincoln runs the store or whatever. Sure, take all the yeah, casinos. Take, take. <laughs> Hyman Roth will go on with whatever you want. Just make sure you keep those curtains yeah. open. <laughs> keep those curtains open. Hey, 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 welcome back. Well, sorry, not welcome back. Welcome to the paywall. Welcome that's, to the end. That's right. Welcome to the end. But you, the good news is you can access the rest of this episode by going to godfatherminute.com slash support. And just for a buck a show, you can get access to all it's of nothing. all of the bonus kind. It's nothing. Yeah. Small, smaller piece. Smaller potatoes. <laughs> so join us. We're going to talk more about Frankie Five Angels, Pop Goes the Weasel, uh, all kinds of fun and games. The whole thing. Alex creates a new term. What? Our well, le- a new A new term. Okay. For the, for yeah. the dictionary. A new recurring feature. Merriam-Webster, eat your heart out. <laughs>